Hey guys, Pastor Bear here. Welcome to the podcast for Real Church. We meet every Sunday at 11.15 a.m. at the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sherpsburg. You can also check us out online at www.realchurchcoweta.com or jump on Facebook at Real Church Coweta. I hope you enjoy this week's message. I'm so excited. Two years ago, two years ago, Kip Durden uh, called me and we were talking and he said, hey, I don't know if you've considered Connor to help maybe do an internship. This guy I work with, he's a great guy. He's a little goofy, but he's a great guy. Uh, and, uh, and I really love him. I love hanging out with him. And, and uh, I really think that he is someone. And I said, well, let me, let me get his number. And so I called him and he didn't call me back. Um, and then I texted him and he didn't text me back. And then I called him again and he didn't call me back. And so I called the church he went to and I said, uh, why is this guy not going to have the right number? And they said, no, idiot, he's in Haiti. <laughs> he's doing mission work in Haiti. And I said, oh, okay, well, we can wait there. We'll wait. Uh, I'll wait and let him get back. And so he came back. We sat down and we met. And I was so impressed with his heart for God. Connor's, Connor's someone who is very straightforward and very honest with his faith and with his walk. And I love that. The church, real church, really connects with him. So he's nervous as a cat. So I told him he's with family here. And so I'd like to introduce for you our student pastor, Connor Cody. Connor, come on up. Do what God said you're going to do, brother. Good morning. And happy birthday, Caroline. If I didn't say it already. I think I've said it three times, but I just wanted to make sure I got your happy birthday in there. All righty. So graduation day is coming up. Mason Parrott has already graduated this past Friday night, so he is completely finished. Mason's also, Mason Durden, finished the beginning of May. And, um... Actually, dual enrolled, so he's already got some of his college classes done as well. So we have four, no, five, six, six amazing graduates this year. So, um, sorry, I'll get that number right eventually. But um, yeah, so I'm very excited to be up here today. It's my first time being up here as actually getting to speak, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, thank you for trusting me and giving me the ability to come up here. So today with graduation, I saw I talk about kind of life on purpose. And it takes a lot of planning and training. And so over the last few months, I've started, I decided I'm going to start running again, but I'm going to do it right this time and actually train and do races and hopefully lose weight. So I first started with my diet, a very strict low-carb diet, and it was kind of tough just kind of get that willpower going, which is also what comes with running is willpower and, and all your mental strength. So I started training, running about two to three times a week and signing up for races. And when it comes to a race, there's three things that I look for. I look at the layout, and I'm like, where can I have fun on this race? That might sound crazy, where are you going to have fun running? But you can really just kind of lose yourself and look at the scenery. Maybe there's crazy stuff going on. Um, Just all kinds of stuff that goes on during a race that you can have fun with. The next I look is, okay, what part of this stretch can I make up time? If it's a half marathon, I might see that miles six through nine are fairly flat or slightly downhill. I'll kind of pace myself till I get there and just kick it and start going and see if I can make up a few minutes. Now the next thing I look for is, when's it going to get tough? When am I going to have to remember why it is that I run, what my goal is, what my purpose is for doing this race, and really dig in so I can keep going? Well, today we're going to look from text, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 26. And that says, um, Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. 
So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just a I'm not just shadow boxing or a boxer fighting the air, because that is pointless. But we run with purpose. So when I was researching for this sermon, I came across three points that were written by Andy Blanks, and I was like, those are so good. I want to come up with my own, but this guy just really laid them out, and I really feel like the Lord's told me to use these points. And so that's what I did. And I was listening, I was like, if, I wish I had heard these when I graduated. There's kind of three things to go by, to kind of live my life by, and to enjoy my college years. So the first one is to live your life with passion. And John 10.10, 10, it tells us that Jesus came, or well, it says, I came so that they may have life and have it abundantly. So that means to go have fun. You're in college. This is the time of your life where you can do ridiculous things, and it does not really matter. You don't have all these responsibilities that you're going to have when you get older. So you need to go out, have fun. If it's sunny on a Friday, skip class. <laughs> I was... Parents might not like that, especially if you're paying for your kid's college. I understand. Um, but as long as you keep your grades up, if it's sunny, enjoy the weather. Go on an adventure. I mean, go backpacking. Go live in the woods for 30 days during the summer. You know, you can do these things now, but you can't do them when you get older. So, <laughs> um, if you have, take risk. If your friend wants you to jump off this rock into water, follow him off the rock into the water. <laughs> If you have smart friends, that's a better choice. But um, so a fully realized salvation includes embracing this, the everyday awesomeness of the world that we live in and to live your life with passion and a life that matters. And so next we have is to live life with humility. And for this verse, or I'm sorry, goodness. So for this, we're going to go to Philippians 2, verses 5 through 8, which this is where Paul writes that, Jesus ends up making himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, even so much to die on a cross for us. So this, we, have, we live in a me-first society where everyone's just all about themselves, talking, well, this is my opinion, and my opinion matters, and yours does not, and I'm not going to say anything more of that. I won't take you into consideration. Well, I'm asking you to do the opposite. Look at other people's opinions. Look at other people's interests. Put their, their interests first and just show them love that we know has love, <clears throat> the love that has been shown to us. Excuse me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but when we live in this society, when we stand out by being humble and showing that we don't care what they think, that it's fine, we accept you for that, you can have that opinion, we respect it. Or maybe they believe this way and we believe that way. We can still hang out with them. And just showing that love for Christ that we have and not judging them, that makes a big difference. You can never underestimate the humility that you live your life by has an effect on the people around you. Because it's not something that you see every day. When you go to college, there's going to be people with all different kinds of beliefs. None are going to be the, well, some will be the same as you, but for the most part, there's a lot of different beliefs. And if they go to church, their political beliefs, just really everything they do could be differently than yours. So I do, when you go to college, it is very important to surround yourself with a strong group of Christian friends. Or maybe join the CCF or the Baptist Collegiate Ministry. It's kind of get connected. Very important to get connected and surround yourself with those people. Um, wow, I think I'm going a little fast. <laughs> I'll try and slow it down a little bit. No, y'all aren't used to this kind of fast-paced stuff with Barry. No offense, he has great stuff. I just, <laughs> I just tend to get it out there a little bit faster. <laughs> 
So my next point, we have to live with purpose. And second, wow, Second Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, you are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. So I have this story about ditch digging. Now it sounds boring, right? But this guy said he's going to pay $20 a day, or not $20 a day, $20 an hour, eight hours a day. No matter what, you're making $160 that day. All you have to do is dig a six by six foot hole. And then when you get done digging it, you bury it. You fill it back up. And you're making $160. So he has 20 guys out there. He tells them I'm going to pay you $20 an hour, eight hours minimum. Fill it up, or dig it up, fill it back up, come back tomorrow, and I'm going to double your pay to $40 an hour. So they're like, okay. Next day shows up. Not everyone's there. Um, same thing. All you got to do is dig a six by six foot hole, and then fill it back in. Next day he goes to $80, less people there. Next day he goes to $160 an hour, less people there. We get to the fifth day where he's now paying like five times the amount that he was paying before, and no one shows up. So why is that? He's getting more and more money every day. Why would you not stay and dig a hole when you're getting paid more and more money? This, this story kind of reminds me of myself. I actually graduated uh, from West Florida Tech with a welding degree. And welders make a decent amount of money, but I decided to go the other way. I just I did not like where I was at. I, just, I, wasn't, I didn't find joy. And so I was led to a, a school where you make very little money, but you get to work with students. And that also led me here where I get to work with students. And I've really found my purpose and my joy. So that story just kind of leads me to this, is that no amount of money will fill the hole where meaning and purpose are supposed to be. It doesn't matter how much you're getting paid. You can still be miserable getting paid a lot of money. Some people are like, yeah, but I have a lot of money. I can buy happiness. I didn't believe it. It didn't work for me. Um, but doing what I do now, I love. Just being able to connect with students every day is something that's just amazing. <clears throat> and I truly believe I was put on this, this earth to do that. Whew, okay. Just a second. <laughs> so... As we said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. So that old life is gone. Our old selfish desires are gone. That's not, we're not walking around like the dead people we were before. We're now walking around as a new creation in Christ, someone who's showing love to all people, being a light to the world. <clears throat> so we can't be selfish, and we can't just keep our desires first. So that life is dead, and our new life is, is a life of meaning, a life of grace, and a life of purpose. So when you leave here today, we need to look back at this, and we got to live with uh, passion, humility, and purpose. We weren't put here to do nothing. Everyone's purpose, initial purpose was put here to bring glory to God and to show that glory to others and ultimately lead others to Him. So as we get back to training for races, I ran a race not long ago using all these steps that I trained with. And um, like I said, I look at the map, where is it I'm going to have fun? Sometimes it's like the first two miles. And it's like you're just all pumped up on adrenaline, and so you just take off. And that is, that's a lot of fun until you realize, wow, I'm going seven minutes? Okay, I need to slow it down or I'm going to die before the end of this race. And so next you look at where it is that you're going to have to struggle, where it is you're going to have to push through. And so when it comes to training, you've got to train by running up hills. Hills are horrible, heat's horrible, and humidity's horrible. But you've got to train in that in order to be able to overcome it when the time comes. And so I did this 5K recently, 
And it was a very hot day. I thought it was going to start at 7. It actually started at 9, which is about a 10-degree difference, but it was much hotter. And so I got there. I actually got there at 7, thinking it started at 7.30. And so I had to wait a whole hour and a half before we even got to run. But So it heated up a lot. But all that training, training in the heat and training on hills, prepared me for this race. I was able to go out, look at my game plan, and succeed and run a race faster than I've ran before. But it was all because of that training, all because of the training that I've had since January to run. The same training you've had since elementary school till now. You've had all that training your whole life, leading you to this part of your life, to where you can go out on your own, to where you can overcome problems on your own. Yeah, you're going to have people surrounding you that are going to help you along the way, to pick you up when you fall down. But you've had that training that way when you come to these things, that you can keep going through them, that it's not going to be enough to stop you. It's going to be able to just keep going, all these hardships that you'll face in life. Now, you will have a lot of fun, but there will also be hardships. Um, I think I finished just a little bit early. But that's all good. So I just want to challenge you today to live a life as a light that will bring others to Christ. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing because Mason Durden was laughing. Um, so <laughs> I want to challenge you today to live, live a life as a light that will bring others to Christ and ultimately bring glory to God. Um, it's been great getting to know you all seniors over the last two years. Um, I've loved being here. I hope I'm here for many more years. And I just can't wait to see where you all go in college or EMT school and eventually becoming a nurse. So we do have someone who's actually going straight into the workforce and then doing a transfer program to become a nurse. So he'll be an EMT, which is really awesome. I'm all about trades. And if you can go straight into a trade, that's awesome. College is cool too, though. But that's all I got today. I'm just going to pray, and then we'll have some other stuff. Lord, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you for our seniors, Lord, and just how you've brought them here and how we've seen them grow and grow closer to you. I just pray that over these next few years of their life, that you'll be with them, that you'll surround them, and surround them with your grace and your, your mercy, Lord, and just show them which way you want them to go in this next step of life. Because maybe they don't know what they want to do when they grow older, what they want to work at, but you know where they, where they need to go. And I just pray that you guide them, Lord, and show them the way. As you know, I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast of Real Church Coweta. If you have any questions or if you would like to contact us at Real Church, please go to our website at www.realchurchcoweta.com and click on the Contact Us tab. We invite you to join us on Sunday at 11.15 a.m. at the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. Also, check out our website or Facebook page for directions. Until next time, God bless, and remember to love God, love others, and live real.